My name is Johan, and this is Beholding. I'm taking a long journey endeavoring to find out what God is like using the scriptures as my roadmap, and I'm inviting you to come with me. The podcast is our canvas, and the painting is an ever-expanding portrait of Jesus. So let's pause and take the time to behold him together. The heaviest obligation lying upon the Christian church today is to purify and elevate her concept of God. A.W. Tozer Hey everyone, welcome to Beholding. I'm Johan, and again, I'm so happy that you joined me. Uh, Before we get into the good stuff, again, I want to get all that information out of the way so that by the end of this podcast, you can just use that time to connect with the Lord's heart without the distractions of me telling you about links and stuff. So first of all, follow, share, rate, uh, all those nice things that help spread the word. I want to invite you to check out the website, which will host notes, blog posts of each episode. And if you're joining me on this journey, if you're writing down the list, maybe you just missed something on the list, you can keep up with the list of attributes at the blog at beholding.ca for each episode. And if you're interested in getting the music, I wrote songs for each and every single episode. I'm not releasing all those songs, but I am releasing some here and there. You can find out how to get that at beholding.ca as well, or check the show notes. Again, singing and hearing songs birthed out of a prayerful journey through these passages. They're a great way to connect with the heart of the Lord and who He is, and I found it was just that much more impactful when I was able to sing it. Okay, now that that's out of the way, get out your list, and let's get on with the passage. So last week we started on Revelation 2, verses 1 to 3, where he was speaking to the church of Ephesus. I found a lot of comfort knowing that he sees our struggles, our tribulations, and that he recognizes when we go through those trials for his namesake. And we'll actually see that he continues to do that throughout Revelation. So today we will be looking at verses 4 and 5. So here we go. But I have this against you that you've abandoned the love you had at first. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen, repent and do the works you did at first. If not, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place, unless you repent. Now, at first glance, you might not see a bunch of things there, but I was able to pull out 11 things from those two short verses. Now, I'll leave it up to you if those things are valid or not. But here's what I got. Number one, the Lord actually opposes us in some areas of our life. Which means he's not accepting of everything that you do. He's accepting of you, but there are areas that he actually is opposed to. Number two, the Lord opposes those who move on from him being their first love. He continually wants to be our first love. Number three, at the same time, he doesn't leave us to figure it out. He tells us what he opposes when we are listening. That's why he says, remember, therefore. It's a way out. Number four, so he gives us a path forward. He's not just going to point out the wrong things in our life without giving us a pathway forward. Number five, 
You desire that we remember the history of our relationship. There's actually a history of our relationship we have with the Lord, and he wants us to remember it. Which brings me to number six, which means he remembers as well. The Lord has remembrance in his heart of your relationship with him. And that to me is just so touching. I love that. Number seven, he desires that we would have repentant hearts and turn from our sin. Number eight, he actually delights in the work that we do with zeal and he remembers every good work that we did. Number nine, to keep it simple, he has a great memory and we occupy space in his memory. He remembers. Number 10, he will actually remove lampstands, which again, these are the churches according to chapter one. Number 11, he has conditions on whether a lampstand remains. He's not going to let your ministry or your church and do whatever you want it to do. There is going to come a point where he will remove a lampstand that has not met his conditions. Now, again, what I do when I make my list, and you can do this throughout your week, as you think on these things, meditate on them, turn them into declarations about who he is. Speak to the Lord about who he has spoken about himself. It's just a good way to connect with the passage. He reveals more. He makes it real inside of us. It fills us with faith. That's why we keep doing this. So here we go. You oppose us in things not according to your heart. And you point them out. You oppose those that have hearts that have grown cold to you. Which means you want hearts that are burning with love for you, Jesus. Thank you that you highlight areas that you oppose in our lives. Areas in the church that you oppose. You highlight them. You point them out and you give us a path forward. You love when we remember and when we celebrate our love. The love that we had when we first accepted you and when our hearts burned with desire. You remember that. You want me to remember it and you remember it too. It's something in your heart that you loved. You want us to repent and to turn from our sin. You actually like and enjoyed the work that we did with zeal, even when it was immature zeal, but you liked it, you saw it. You remember, I occupy your memory, your thoughts, your desires. Jesus, you remove lampstands. This is sobering, but you remove lampstands that you have given. You have conditions. So Jesus, we thank you that you do oppose the things that are not according to your will, that you don't let us just dwell in these things that you know are that are dark for us, that are not good for us, that are poison to your church, God. We thank you that you oppose them and you point them out, that you actively have emotions regarding my state of being and the state of your church and that you're actually concerned 
with our love for you or lack thereof. This occupies your heart and your mind. You haven't left us to our own devices. You, Jesus, have provided a way forward. You've given us a chance to repent. You love repentance and you love it when I love you. Jesus, you remember those moments where I was moved by you. And you remember my youthful zeal and all the things that I had in my heart to do for you, Jesus, and bless you. Jesus, you remember it all, and it brings a smile to your face when you remember them. Thank you that I'm actually occupying your thoughts, memories. These memories are important to you. The fact that you remember causes me to love you more, Jesus. Amen. Some of these statements may be hard to hear, especially when talking about lampstands being removed. I want to steward my heart and the things he has given me to carry. These conditions are that of the heart. But I love that about him. But I think there is a wrestle for us here that he wants us to grapple with in our meditation time as we think about what he is like and why he thinks the way he does and why he does things a certain way. Are the questions that rise up when you hear these things? Have you experienced him in any of these ways in your own life that you know some of these things to be true? Again, take the time to talk to the Lord about it, meditate on it, and if you want to share what you got, I'd love to hear about it as well. Visit beholding.ca and you can get a hold of me there. Thanks again for taking this exciting journey with me. We'll talk to you again soon. May God give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him.